Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another great episode of the Urban Paranormal Podcast, where you might be crazy to some, but your, your family, family to, to us. us. Hey. hey, what up, what up? And I am your host, J.H. And I'm your moderator, Trent A. Johnson. Anchorman Dave R. reporting for duty, and we have a special guest. Yes, we have a special guest, Mrs. Sonia, to give her insight on being a, just being a mother, raising the child, you know? Yeah. What's our topic tonight, bro? Well... Our topic is, um, you know, killer children, right? Mm -hmm. But the question is, is that, you know, are they born bad? I mean, is is it or is it something that happens to them? To killer make them kids. Bad? I, I said killer kids already. Yeah, no, well, I'm just oh. looking at you and saying killer oh, kids. Oh, yeah. Like, motherfucker, I already said it. Yeah, I'm I like, feel but, you, bro. Yeah. But are they born bad? Are they born this way? Or is it something that, you know, gets in their head? Something that. Well. Is, I think in some cases, some kids can be born evil, bro. Definitely. Well, Sadly. Well, we're going to talk about that to see. I mean, I, I mean, you say that, and, you know, there, there might be a lot of, um, you know, this 13. You know, let's just open up by saying um, today is our anchorman's birthday. Happy birthday, bro. Yes. So, and for you guys at home, I know we're not zeroing in or anything, but it's a thing burning in front of me. This is a cake, and it says the Urban Paranormal 13. Oh, yeah. I thought I should say something about that before the 13 goes away, and people are like, what the fuck is I know, that? what the fuck is that burning? Right. So you're going to blow your cake you out? Go ahead and blow it out should we right sing now? happy birthday? Uh, no, we're not. I, I am, I'm very happy. happy. Yeah, let's sing yes. happy Come birthday, bro. Thank you. Thank you. Come on. Happy birthday to you. Come on, y'all. Which one are we doing? Are we doing the normal happy birthday okay, or are we doing the Spanish birthday. one? We, we know we one. black, bro. Come on. Okay, let's do English. All right, ready? Right. Uno, dos, tres. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear David. 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 The Anchorman Delta. 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 To you. Thank you. Thank me Definitely. So if there's a way that you can blow from there to there, boy, uh, man, let's see what happens. Uh, try it again. Oh, come on, man. You try got again. a little more juice on it. Put a little more juice on it. Remember your college days. He had to remember his college days. Uh, I'm proud of you, boy. There you go. So proud of you, boy. Now, my wish is... For yeah. the podcast, and I am not going to reveal it, or otherwise it's not going to come true. Right. Okay. Wow. You know, so so let's get into some of these fucking killer kids. Bro. Man, please, go ahead. I'm very interested in that. Okay, well, let's talk about this guy, Lil Yummy. Y'all ever heard of Lil Yummy? No. No. Please, okay, enlighten well, us. Lil Yummy was a little kid in Chicago. Uh, he was an 11-year-old kid in Chicago, and he was murdered by Chicago gang members. Oh, wow. But the trip part about it, he wasn't no nice little kid. He wasn't the, the average 11-year-old. He was yeah. like a one of the hardest fucking gang bangers in Chicago. Really? Ooh. At 11 wow. years old? Apparently so. They came and uh, revenge killed him for killing, killing other people. Oh, wow. My goodness. Yeah, his name was Robert Sandifer. And he was born in the same year I was. He, he was born yeah. in 83. And he died in 1994 at 11 years old. Yeah. Wow. Mm. Sad. Yeah. He he was uh, convicted of 
committing murder, arson, uh, armed robbery, and he was he was actually killed by his own gang. And if you look at this little kid, man, you look in his eyes, yeah, he don't look like the average kid, bro. Wow. He look you, like he looks he looks like something is going on there. Well, not only that, but you could tell he's been roughed up in his childhood. Yeah, I just want to show y'all a, a picture of him, uh, if if we can get it. Yeah, that's yeah, that's that's wow. yummy right there, man. He, what you Pretty say? Sad. You say he don't look like your that boy look like he'll cut your throat in your sleep, bro. That's you know what I'm saying? He don't yeah. look like the average kid. No, nah, he look like a monster. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, like yeah. that kid had issues. He was mad, and you know that's truly what I do believe about are they bad or not? You know what I mean? Because it's your environment. You know. So, so you think the environment created? Yes, yummy? created a monster. Yeah, I think wow. when, when you add all of that with how society works, you know, against us people. Yeah. You know, I think that all contributes. Okay, so so Sandifer was a member of the Black Disciples Street Gang yes. in Chicago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The BDs. Yeah, the BDs. Shit, he, he's out of there now. I mean, there's plenty of documentaries and uh, all kind of stuff you can go and read or uh, watch videos on Yummy. He's like See, like a 11 year old Chicago legend. Wow, mm-hmm. yeah, a, a legend for for being a, a bad person at 11. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know that's sad. Unfortunately, that is sad, and and it's sad. Very sad. Yeah, it's sad that our youth would refer to him, you know, as probably someone that's you know a badass or whatnot. I mean, look, whenever you look at the statistics and and when they have serial killers and these people here, the one thing that they have in common, right, is a mother who's over, you know, a horrible person who treats them. What? 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 Well, that's one of the factors. That is one of the things that they have all in common, which indicates to me that when a child is young, Right. It can be molded into whatever, you know, whatever you put into that child is what you receive out of it. If the mother and the person or, you know, and the environment was putting love into that child, that child would choose love every day. Well, I think but there are some cases Mm -hmm. where the mother and the father did everything they could for this kid. But the kid uh, apparently had evil in him or something, bro. There, There are also some cases where, you know. The parent, uh, the father and the mother, you know, they have done everything they could, but they didn't have the resources to make sure this kid wasn't mm-hmm. pulled out of a bad environment mm-hmm. or a society. That's right. Yeah, that's true. I mean, yeah. well, I can only think of just really one person. What's that? And that's Jeffrey Dahmer's. His mother was mm-hmm. like not fucking him up. You know? Oh, well, we talk about kids. I, I know, so. but, 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 but what I'm talking about is still the same. Kids grow up. Yeah. And what I'm saying is, is what you put into that child when they're yeah. young is what you're going to get out of them later. But, yeah. bro, I, I got to say this, you know, just just like me and you, you know, mm-hmm. our parents told us shit. Yeah. But it was certain things we had to go out there and learn ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and and with that being said, some kids are going to do what they want to do. I don't care if you fucking uh, you fucking uh, spoil them. Silver spoons mm-hmm. in their mouth, give them everything what they or want. Or you put them in Sunday school or religious education or whatever, or Boy Scouts. They're right. at some point going to try to do something mischievous or rebellious. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. But but see, but that's when it falls back on that old saying that the elders used to say. It takes a village to mm-hmm. raise a child. 
See, the situation is you can do everything you want as a mother and a father, right? But that kid walks outside. That That's side right. is becomes the village, society, yes. right. that environment. And it pushes these particular things on these children. So so what you're saying is you don't believe that someone can be born evil? I, I, I No. You know, I, I think they could be they could choose evil. Okay. Um but 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 it could be. You but you're right. They, I mean cuz some people are born just bad-hearted, yeah. you know. Yeah. But exactly. it just it's hard for me to say that when it comes to a child. I mean, you know, yeah. all of us got that little niece or nephew or something and you just be like that motherfucker there. <laughs> you know that's the one. Yeah, you're you know right. You're right. You know you, you can spot him. You know right. what I'm saying? You can spot it. It might not be something physical. You can just see it in them, bro. Mm -hmm. right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Well, right. I've also found out, you know, when I was watching the Dr. Phil show, I, I hate to bring in the Dr. Phil, but a good example of how a teen or a child could be cold-hearted enough to physically abuse, uh, you know, both the mom and the dad would have to have a degree of, you know, again, the bad environment where if they lived in a foster home, they would, you know, get a little bit of bad habits or they would, you know, get things to say to them that they're no good or you're, you're never going to be successful. And then, then so they develop a defense mechanism to abuse the parents. One example, um, uh, this is a little bit different. Her name is Callie and um, she was abusing Clint and Tracy. Uh, because uh, she was literally using uh, fists and uh, she was breaking uh, stuff into the house just because, you know, she was justifying her um, repressed emotions. And then later on, they had to, you know, call the police. They couldn't be able to kick her out. And then she was li constantly running, uh, running out, you know, doing some, uh, you know, vandalism to, you know, get back at her parents. Oh, wow. So, you know, long story short, when she was just doing her violent scream outbursts or whatever, she would take her mom's head and then just bang her to the to the wall. And it was just like she would laugh and say, ha, 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 you know, that's what you get. And, you know, she would just take count on that mother's suffering. And, and you know what I noticed? <clears throat> a lot of a, a lot of girls would do shit to their mother that a boy wouldn't do. Oh yeah. yeah, you know right, what I'm saying. Right. Mm -hmm. Like a girl would, they would talk back to their mom or physically fight their mom, but a boy mm -hmm. wouldn't do that. Right, shit. most boys. Most, you know what yeah. I'm saying? So what what is that? You know, that that is so funny. We got a mom on the panel. Oh, you know what right. I'm saying? If your daughter's ever <laughs> reared up on you like that, of course. And um, that comes from the young woman coming into womanhood. Okay. And so she wants to, I'm gonna say, try the mother okay. to try and see how far she can go and what she can get away with, okay. you know, okay. testing her womanhood, oh, wow. you know, yeah. to see if the mom is going to put her in her place or what's wow. going to happen. Because yeah. if she don't, then it's out of control. And oh, then, wow. You know what I'm saying? Uh -huh. <laughs> it's completely out of control. Yeah, I got you a 16 year old <laughs> and I'm, I'm dealing with that right now. She told me the other day, I asked her what she was doing. She said she was minding her business. Mm. Wow. I was like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna let that one ride, mm -hmm. right? <laughs> you right. know what I'm saying? But, but see, but, that's a girl versus a dad. Yeah, yeah. I know. It's a little different. Daddy's yeah, <laughs> she right. knew I wasn't gonna do shit. Right. So. Mm -hmm. I've always had this thing <laughs> yeah. that I, I had watched when as a kid growing up, and I tried to figure out why. You know, us as men, right? We 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 will we will stand up to our fathers yeah. when we turn 16, like, like old people used to say, smelling your piss, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. it's, it's, it's a way of saying, hey, I'm, I'm trying to become an alpha here, you mm -hmm. know? Yeah. Teach me what I need to teach mm -hmm. me. But when it comes to a female, it's a little different. Yeah. And the reason why I say that is because the way that it's been for life and life and life, they've only been programmed, programmed against 
I hate to say that, but against one another. Yeah. The mother is used to be beautiful, vibrant, all mm-hmm. of these things. And she remembers those days that she was, everyone wanted her, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then the child, the little girl comes up. Is a newer version of her. Is a, new, a, mm-hmm. a, a newer version of her. And yeah. now these men are not Replica. showing, right, they're not showing favoritism toward the mother, they're showing favoritism toward the daughter. You know, so now the mother is like, look, be careful. So it's like a mm-hmm. competition. It, it's always a competition with women. Okay. It's all. It, it, there can I only can, be one. That's very there true. Can, there can only be one queen bee in that house. That's very true. I can agree with that. And you right. have to establish that. You <clears throat> have to establish that. Right. Yeah. I didn't want to hit my daughter, but you know, I looked at her. You know, and I'm like, let me go put my tennis shoes on. Right. Go put my boxing gloves on. I <laughs> held her down, and I just pop, popped in both eyes. And Sometimes right. you gotta do what up, you gotta you know? do. Right. <laughs> well, let's talk about these two killers, Jay. Okay. Uh, two ten-year-old boys, Robert Thompson, and John. Venables. Uh, you want you pull up a picture? Yeah, of these I, I want to show a picture of them. Okay, well, yeah, let's show, pull up a picture of these two guys. Which one is it? It's uh, ten. Okay. So, these two guys, John yes. Venables and Robert Thompson, two mm-hmm. ten-year-old kids. Dear this God. was horrible. This yeah. was horrible. Jesus. You can go, yeah. Mm-hmm. So these these two ten-year-olds were convicted of killing two-year-old. Kirby Merseyside in England. So what these these guys, these little, well, I'm saying guys, mm. but they're actually little fucking kids, little 10-year-old boys. Mm. They lured this, this two-year-old away from the shopping center with his mom, and they mutilated this little boy's body. They killed him, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, did all kind of things to this little boy. And the little the little two year old was found two miles away from where he he came up missing mm-hmm. on a railroad track. Right. His body was found on a railroad track, mm-hmm. and he had actually been run over by the train because they left him mm-hmm. on the track and a train cut him in half. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, so uh, I was I was watching uh, the video where they were interviewing these two kids and they were trying to get them to to confess and they were crying like little kids like oh, I want to go play and the cop was like no you're not going to play you know you got to right. you got to sit here and talk to us so these these two 10 year olds were I don't say convicted cuz uh really not a really not a conviction I guess because they both went to uh juvenile mm-hmm. until they until they were 18 and I think it was Venables Venables Vanderbilt, he actually reoffended, and yeah, he had he he was uh, this was when he was eighteen when he got out of jail, mm-hmm. and he had uh, child pornography on his computer. Right. Okay, that probably gave him the oh, little man. kick high of uh, let me go get that same adrenaline with uh, you know starting to kill somebody. Yeah, and, mm-hmm. and I think they gave him like thirty years or something. Okay, for having the child pornography, but that goes to say these are two little. I hate to say white kids, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, Let's they, just say they, innocent they, souls. If they interviewed their parents, wow. you know what I'm saying? Their parents seemed like regular parents. Mm-hmm. It was like no beating or no no mm-hmm. trauma in the childhood. This was just something that these two kids wanted to do. Correct. Well, you also have to look at, you know, another spectrum of what's bad parenting. We already know the obvious bad parenting, the abusive parent. You know what's good for you. Beat them up. Ha, ha, ha. Mm-hmm. You're, you're going to be dumb as your father kind of deal. But then you also have the bad parents that 
try to be good parents, quote, quote, but then they enable them to do everything that it's against their better judgment how to raise them. So, like, if they spoil them with making them play violent video games in which, okay, I already know statistically that's not what triggers the kid, but if you haven't educated the kid what's the difference between right and wrong and they haven't sat down and talked, that's what could lead to, you know, such cases as these two boys. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. That that wasn't the case in these cases. Oh, okay. And I don't even think video games was popping. No, no, they weren't. Right now, they're almost 30 years old. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, The thing is, though, that that the two boys, well, the the one one, the one who uh, just re- who reoffended, yeah. what he had his issue was he was the oldest out of the two. They're right. the same age, but they was one was oh, he was by older. a couple of months. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. was the oldest. Well, he was getting bullied at the time mm. by other okay. older children. Yeah. So obviously there was some something going on there that the cops was trying to get with them. And in All fact, right. you could actually see the video when they take this little two year old kid. So ah. yeah, there's video when they take them, okay. and it's and the last thing you see is when they he- head out to the tracks. That's it. And so so they really they wanted to hurt somebody because of what was being done to them. I don't I don't think that was it. I think that that sprung the curiosity for the mm-hmm. oldest one okay. and the other one just followed along. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, now here's the other thing that you guys need to know at home. It's very important. These children, a lot of these children, all right, and it really depends on the skin color mostly. I hate to say it that way, but it is. So Trent explained to you that one reoffended. Well, here's the thing. When you commit these crimes and you're young like that, the moment you turn 18, you have a new identity. Yeah. You get a new identity. You're free. No one can look up anything on you. Mm. But if you reoffend. That's your ass. Yeah. Your name will come back up. It'll be a regular thing. Okay. So there are a lot of child killers that are out there that are not documented because they mm-hmm. did it at a young age mm-hmm. and um, they had a second chance in life because, you know, I mean, think like... So what, let me ask you this, Jay. Mm-hmm. Do you think they deserved that second chance with them just being 10? Nope. Nope, I don't. Oh. Um, if that was my if that was my two-year-old yeah, child, I, know, right? I would lose my shit. I mean, but there's so much to go into that, Trent. Like, first of mm-hmm. all, you don't lose sight of a two-year-old. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah. don't. You don't lose sight of a... There, but at the same time, you still don't expect nobody to... Come snatch him and fucking kill him, bro. Yeah, you should. The year was like nineteen ninety something, and yeah, you you was do. It? Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know, bro. I mean, because you know she might have turned her back for a second. Yeah, I don't know. But it wasn't for a second. They didn't run off with him. They was walking with him. They even yeah. bought him something. <laughs> you know what oh, wow. So uh, there, there you have it. Yeah, but it. it it's, it's not the mother's fault if that's what you're getting at. I'm not getting at I'm saying that there was an issue at that point of neglect. A woman did not pay attention, right, to her, ch- her two-year-old child. Two-year-old child. That two-year-old child should never be out of your sight. Never. That's true. You know? That's never. true. So... But this is a jolly old England, you know what I'm saying? I mean, well, it was, it, 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 see, that's what I'm saying. It was, see, that was the year, right? It was 1993. You have to remember, just almost six years, six years earlier, right? Um, David, I'm not David Koresh, um, John Walsh, oh, son yeah. was kidnapped and his head was chopped yes. off. Yeah. Do you understand what mm-hmm. I'm saying? We were still in that time period. Mm-hmm. So realistically, that woman should have been incredibly you know, like mm-hmm. okay, but but think about this: you you at a place with your kid, mm-hmm. and you see nothing but other kids. 
So you're not gonna think it's a, a come on, bro. You're not gonna think it's a killer in those kids. Okay, right. especially okay. not in those days. <laughs> okay, okay, maybe today we will. I, I would I would totally agree with you, Trent. If if they were at the playground or something, something yeah. where there was a lot of kids, but unfortunately that wasn't the case. They were in a market. Okay, well let, let me let me put it like this, Jay. Remember back in the days, and. You, you, your mom or whoever you're at the store with and you wanted to ride that little horsey they put mm-hmm. the quarter in mm-hmm. and your mom never put you on that and went and took care of business maybe went there and got stamps at the uh at the courtesy booth or well i ain't, I ain't gonna say my mom but yeah i've ran away from them and i went and got on that damn little horsey myself yeah, i mean yeah I'll, i mean but that was at the same time that that kids were being abducted and getting mm-hmm. their head cut off well kids have always been being abducted, abducted. i mean what i'm saying at that time it was really big I mean, it was like, well, I want to say we were at infant stage. You know, we didn't know what we know today. Mm-hmm. But the biggest thing that happened at that time was in the 80s when that kid came up with his head cut off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. After that, everybody started doing what? They started installing cameras. They started yes. putting all this stuff out there. So, I mean, look, I'm not blaming the mother. But I, I guarantee you this. There's not a day go by to this day that that mother do not regret yeah. Yeah, I know. watching her child. Yeah, I know. Absolutely. And I think them little motherfuckers was born evil. Yeah. Mm. At least one of them. Fed I think seed. one of them was a follower. And fed, the other fed off the other's energy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And one Absolutely. of them probably would be a serial killer today mm. if, he wouldn't have, if he wouldn't have got caught when he was 10. Really? He probably would be a serial killer today. Could, could be. Yeah. Could be. I can't. That was his first victim. He just didn't get a chance to continue. Get, yeah. Yeah, like the person I have in my book, in my books, yeah, he starts off that way and he ends up a serial killer. Oh wow! Mm-hmm. Right, you know, I'm just, but I'm not going to get into him yet because his stuff is really powerful. Mm-hmm. In fact, the whole show could be done on him. I, I just, I'm, I'm just really confused and saddened by those two boys that you brought there. You know, because, you know, I, I try to look at it as a mistake. A huge mistake, right? And like you said, you look at it like one was a follower. I do believe that one was a follower. Um, But that mistake, that day, to choose, I'm going to do this to this kid. And what they did to the kid was awful. It really was. Yeah, they, I want to say, I want to say they stabbed him, but I do know, I can't remember. They beat him to death. Yeah, they had a rock and they fucking smashed this fucking kid. It was a 20 pound uh, weight or something that they dropped on his head. Well, I, I thought it was a rock, but it said bar. I don't know what a bar is. It when I was doing the research, they said a twenty pound bar. Oh wow! So whatever okay. a bar is. Okay, well, it was right by the track, so it was probably that that bar that was you know the yeah. one they used to move the track with. Yeah. Okay. But okay. um, it, they did all of these things, and then they tried to cover it up. Yeah. By placing him on the track, like he just went mm-hmm. out there and got hit by a train, but he was beaten bad in fact to fucking death to death he was dead before he was on that track i mean so just get that part understand and then it's crazy that you would bring that up jay because i didn't think about that why they put him on the track Mm -hmm. wow that's they were trying to cover they were trying to cover it up cover Mm -hmm. their tracks Mm -hmm. wow Wow, they was trying to. They was trying to cover it up. Yeah, so they had to be some evil fuckers to yeah, to know. Well, try to cover this shit up. Well, at you know, ten years old. At ten years mm-hmm. old, Trent. Let me tell you something. If you have a three year old and it pissed the bed, 
bro, it just don't sit there like that. <laughs> you know, it gets up and try to change shit and try to throw the sheets in the tray. You know, they cover it up because yeah. everyone intuitively know yeah. right from wrong and they know yeah. I fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So but they killing, bro. I mean, a killing is just it's like big ass wet in the bed. Wow. <laughs> just yeah. a bigger version of that. I guess, I guess. You know, so, I think I probably would have took off running or some shit. <sighs> Like fuck all this shit, I'm gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I was, if I was with someone and they did that, talk about we gonna kill him. I'm like, what the fuck? Right. I did Yeah, I would have tried to grab the little boy and run off. I know, right? I that, that, that's crazy. Bro. I mean, but that tells me you don't have any younger siblings. Yeah, that's what that tells me. That, Why you that, say that? Because he killed them all, probably. Well, no, 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 not because of that. Because of just our feelings, right? Yeah. You have a little sister, right? I do. Okay, I had little cousins and stuff like that, you know, and that stuff just kind of comes natural. So if I was with, if I was one of the 10 year old boys and that boy decided he was going to hurt that little two year old, my instincts would have kicked in as Mm -hmm. though it was my cousin or something. Mm -hmm. And I would have grabbed that fucking kid and run off. Yeah, you know, I would have ran because that just tells me that those two boys were probably, you know, babies themselves. Well, they were babies, but I'm talking about the baby of the the family. So they didn't have any younger siblings. That's just uh, my opinion. Okay, that's just my opinion. Well, speaking of, you know, parents or grownups having to deal with violent kids or kids plotting to kill them or whatsoever with, you know, whatever motive that is. Uh, According to Fox News on um, Mm -hmm. the website, officials uh, have reported in April 1st, 2008, um, that third graders plotted to kill a teacher off in Georgia. Mm -hmm. To make the long story short, um, officials were at Center Elementary School at Waycross, Georgia, where um, a nine-year-old and an eight-year-old were planning to uh, kill a teacher, Belle Carter, and that they allegedly brought a broken steak knife a roll of duct tape, handcuffs, a ribbon, and a crystal paperweight to wow. go ahead and do it, and they were passed out in notes. Their excuse, get this, is because the teacher was scolding at them. But little did they know that the, that the teacher that was dealing with these students, they had a history of attention deficit disorder, they had hyperactivity, and they also had um, cases of uh, anger issues and bipolar uh, mm. disorder. Oh, wow. Yeah, it said so here. Um, now, I'm not saying all kids deserve to, you know, to be treated like, okay, there's point of no return. Mm-hmm. But there's also factors, you know, within these kids that, again, they grew up in abusive or mm-hmm. non, um, non-privileged non areas where they didn't have an opportunity to deal with these mental issues yes. that contributed to this factor. You know, I like that. But I'm just going to yeah. be honest with you, bro. Go ahead. Um <laughs> Honestly, I I am one of those children that have all these mental issues, right? Right. Schizophrenia, I'm a psychopath, I'm all that. You know how I kept that shit in check? My parents, my, my, my people that raised me beat the holy shit out of me. Monday too. Hey, man, right. to that. I, I got right. beaten up too. Yeah. So all of that, you telling me that these people had these little problems, I don't give a shit. The problem is, honest to God, the problem is this here. Enabling kids. That's it. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Can I, can I tell them? Go Please. ahead. I, can, I I got the same treatment you got as a kid, mm-hmm. but I can honestly say that that's not why I made my decisions. It wasn't because I got my ass whooped. Okay, well, that's why I made mine. You know right. what I'm saying? I think I, I made mine because I think I always had a heart. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, too. And when it was time to do certain shit, I just felt that shit wasn't right, bro. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it wasn't because... 
because I was in fear of that ass whooping because there were certain things I did and I knew I was going to get a fucking ass whooping. Right. But I knew it wasn't that bad. You know what I'm saying? Right. If, right. if that makes any fucking no, that sense. No, that makes all the sense in the world. Sometimes I mean, sometimes my parents would do the God-shaming technique, like if you do this, you're going to go to hell. That scared me for a bit, and that, that kind of shaped me up for like six years. But there's wow. another technique where my dad, my real dad at the time, before he turned you know, into an abusive father, he would used to take me to poor areas and say, hey, hey, look, if you're going to go ahead and not appreciate the things and you're going to throw your life away, here's the streets. You want to be like this guy who's like a bum or you want to be like this robber? He would take me to Huntsville and then drive me around how horrible that place was just for me to kind of learn because he figured not all of us do have a heart. I'm not saying all of us are not capable, but there are some that would take advantage of the opportunity psychological factor of, hey, how many buttons can I press to get away with things yeah. as a smart yeah. kid and, yeah. you know, kind of, you know, manipulate or conjure the story to my factor, you know, it, you know, instead of just, you know, follow by heart, like, okay, I'm a predictable person. Okay. You know, well, speaking on that, for you guys at home that know, right, Trent, Trent has always had a heart and he's always been yes. like thinking of things like, I don't know how to say it, but he's always had that heart. Right. And um, the thing about that is that for me, for example, I never had I never had things like that. It was more or less like shit just popped in my head and I decided, fuck it, I'm going to do it. And Trent be like, don't do that shit. Yeah. And I'm like, damn. You know what I'm saying? I know, right. I'm like, I'm like, damn. But I tell you what, guys, um, we may be having some technical difficulties for our sound. So what we're going to do anyway, because we're going to take a break for those we're gonna who can. We're going to take can. a break. We good. We, I don't think we got oh, yeah. nothing going on. Yeah, we're going to take a break. It is time for a break. Yeah. And um, we'll be back after we check this real quick. And two and two, okay? Hey. It's that time of year, guys. Just in time, Tax Houston. Their services include personal and business taxes, notary, DBA assistance, free consults, virtual, and Zoom consults are available. The best part is you get a $50 referral fee. You also get a $25 discount if you show a digital or physical copy of the flyer and mention the Urban Paranormal Podcast. The address is 9894 Bissonette Street, Suite 387, Houston, Texas 77036. Contact Crystal Terry at 832-494-4080 for the lowest preparer fees in town. Also, if you would like to get your credit cleaned up, go to financialservices.com. Hey guys, we are back. Unfortunately for our first setting, right? Our first little section, there was a bit of, um, there was a lot of uh, audio difficulties. difficulties. Sorry about that. Y'all couldn't hear that. We'll... But repost, one, we have backup audio, so y'all right. gonna have to catch that later when we repost it. But hopefully, we're good for the second and third yeah, yeah. segment. Yeah, you yeah. know. So, for those who were listening but couldn't hear anything, and our fans, what we're talking about here is um, kids, children that that kill. Yeah, right. Could they be bad? I mean, like born bad, or is there other elements, other things that play a part? Right. Or like, could they be created monsters? <laughs> right. Right. That's it. Yeah. Created monsters. Yeah. You know, so um, we spoke of a couple of children. You would see that on the other one. But um, we have more. Yeah. Right. We have more. A whole lot more. Yeah. Um, yeah. You want to wanna open up? That little kid there, man. Oh, man. That's that's the uh, hood rat 
The hood yes, rat the hood kid. rat kid. <laughs> what, what's uh, his name? His name is Latarian Milton. He liked to do hood rat things with his friends. Yeah, yes, yeah. he does. Wow. <laughs> his famous line is, believe it or not, he's like, why are you doing bad things? Because it's cool. It's cool to rob yeah. an SUV. It's cool to hit my grandmother, especially yeah. if she didn't buy me chicken. Wow. And he was only like uh, nine or eight years old. I don't know. but That's, He likes smoking with yeah. cigarettes. Yeah, he likes smoking yeah. cigarettes. Smoking with he cigarettes. Likes... Can you get on your mic, David? Yeah. Yeah. Was he All the right. one that stole the car? Yes. yes. Yeah, he, he stole an SUV yeah. and tried to, you know, do arm, uh, you know, try to do manslaughter with it too. Uh, long story short, um, it was uh, back in 2008. There, uh, he was, uh, you know, crashing into mailboxes. He got, you know, he brought his friend along. He was smacking cars. He was just doing it just to be cool. I guess he was just yanking for attention, and I guess his grandmother or his parents was spoiling him, like if he was entitled. But I guess, you know, something was mentally wrong with this kid. So shit, he just like doing hood rat shit. I guess so. Well, I mean, it was just like fun, I like you know? I like to be the alpha male. I want to go ahead and show how homeboy I am. Well, wow, oh, well hold okay, on, homeboy. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, <laughs> the thing is, I'm just looking at it, and you have to understand this yeah. situation. Right. He was born to a 16 year old woman. Mm. Yeah. 16 years. She was a child herself when she had this kid. Well, my mom was 16 when she. Had I mean, me. but but this is a different time period. Yeah. See. 16, 16 in the sixties is is like fucking thirty. Yeah, I know. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah, and, 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 yeah. Yes, ah. you know. And so this woman is, is doesn't know how to raise a child. So therefore, she has to put the child off on a grandparent. Yeah, which, which a grandparent is is old, has to work, has to do these things, and you can't monitor that that kid. A lot of women do that shit. And it's, that's some do bullshit it today. to me. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah. you also have to. T I don't mean to play devil's advocate for the mother, but uh, since well, I don't. I'm just fucking no, with you. No, go ahead, go ahead. Everything is stopped instantly. I know, right? Go ahead, go ahead, man. Say what you're saying. Go ahead, go ahead, David. For the record, I was I was raised in a single-parent mother's family, okay? Oh, okay. we know you're a mama's we boy. We can tell. You, you no, no, no. As in, okay. I had to look out for my mom. All right? Uh, okay. Here. Okay. So, getting back to Latarian Milton's uh, background, uh, his mother was a smoker and a drug addict based on the history and so forth. And um, his education, he was from John F. Kennedy Middle School, but he was um, he was at first doing good in his academics, but then somewhere in middle school, he was just, you know, doing delinquent stuff. Mm -hmm. So how did he get his hood rat uh, title? Literally, it was just through, you know, bad influence through his kids. And then literally, you know, it was just like, you know what? Let me just go ahead, just have an outlet. It's just like, okay, it, there's no use for me to be this, you know, straight-A kid whatsoever, I might as well just go ahead and rebel and just show him what I got. His father was absent and so forth. Now, in my situation was uh, my mom would have to, you know, provide, do stuff. Yes, you've mentioned that, oh, it's bad, you know, for mothers to leave their kids behind or so forth. But if the mom has to cook, clean, father, and do all those kind Get of things. Get off the boo-boo, Jack. Come on, man. We not, uh, no, 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 no. Yeah, I'm speaking for my mom here. I know. Okay? Come on. I'm this show ain't about mom. your mom, man. Come no, on, no. bro. I'm just using it as an example. Let, yeah, let's, let's move on. I'm going to try on, to go mommy. ahead and fast forward. Yeah. Basically, a single-parent mom has to go through a whole lot. Okay. Yeah. That being said, now... Me as a guy personally, you know, looking out and so forth, I had to kind of grow up fast and realize I have to man up, 
do my education, look out, you know, whenever the house was, wasn't around, even though I was 15 or 16 at the time. But I would not throw my freaking life away as this hood rat kid saying, it's cool to slap your ma- grandma and drive a SUV. Uh, is, that like, is that like a black accent you're trying that's to that's do, bro? Was. Yeah, that was what it was. I seen. I, I mean, heard that. Yes, please. Just looking at this child, you know. Yeah. Look at his. Make eyes. sure you're on your mic. Look at his eyes. All right. Do you see do the it. dead look in his eyes? Yes. It's yeah. Like he's yeah. gone. He's yeah. just zoned out. There's nothing yeah. there but a shell. Yeah. yeah. Right. So yeah. the damage is. It's, it's, it's already done. It's I mean, done. It's just, now in that case, I think that's a. Pro- he's probably a product of his environment. Of the environment. I believe so. I believe so. I mean, and that's that's really important. I was gonna I was gonna say that. You know, David, it's it's really funny yeah. because you you said when you were 15 you realized you had to be a man you had to do all of these things okay i, well, I didn't first, have time to screw up right mm-hmm. well first of all he wasn't 15 he was much younger mm-hmm. and he didn't have the same particular opportunity as you did okay all right? there is an environment issue and you like you said that that father mm-hmm. was absent yeah you know some kids need what they call tough love. Right. Yeah. Some kids need it. Some someone needs to take that kid to school and pick mm-hmm. him up from school. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Need to sit down with him and make him do his homework. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's yeah. certain certain kids are that exactly. way. And a dad yeah. is mm-hmm. very important. A dad is very oh, yeah. important. You know, so I'm just saying, you know, is let's not try to put, you know, ourselves and say, well, we we chose differently. Well, that's we had other there's other things like I just said and I mentioned you guys didn't hear it right but I would do stupid shit yeah yeah and and Trent would just say hey because I say I didn't have a dad right so Trent right. would say hey hey don't don't do that shit mm-hmm. you know and he'd say it's just not cool you know I'm like fuck right and it just popped in my head and I like, just always thought you know, of consequences yeah right you know what I'm saying? Right. Mm-hmm. I thought of the consequences. Do we really want to deal mm-hmm. with these motherfucking consequences right, right, if we right. break this fucking window and steal this shit? Correct. Mm-hmm. I know Trent don't want to deal with him, so I'm going on. Right, well, right, right. Builds right. Off on character <laughs> right. Too, but. So I'm just saying wow. that I'm just saying that I can't put myself in his shoes either because yeah. even with that voice of reason, I did have Trent and other people that would say stupid yeah. shit to me that that would make me change. Yeah. Uh-huh. His people are telling him other things. Yes. That environment is telling them other things. You know yeah. what? So, you're, you're right. Yeah. You both mm-hmm. are right. Okay, well, let's, I'm let's, glad you, you brought it up. Yeah. I'm, I'm definitely seeing y'all's perspective. Okay, Thanks. okay. Well, let, let's talk about this guy. Lionel Tate. Take. Oh, so, yeah. So, this guy, uh, he was born uh, January 30th, 1987. Mm. He's the youngest American citizen ever since to life. And y'all, wow. y'all might remember, mm-hmm. remember Mr. Tate. He's the he's the one that uh, that was uh, wrestling, doing the wrestling moves on the little girl. Right. Oh his gosh. his mom was babysitting a little girl, and they were in there playing, or he supposedly was playing, playing he or was whatever. Using WWF SmackDown. Yeah. In, in other words, professional wrestling. <laughs> yeah, he was moves. he was doing his his. Uh, his SmackDown moves and actually, line on her neck and she choked up killing I, I want you guys to see a picture of him. Yeah. Let me real see. Quick. Let me see. Do we have a picture? I think so. Yeah. There you go. So this this is Tate right here. When he committed the crime. Yeah, and this is the beautiful young girl that he actually Aww. that he actually killed with his wrestling moves. Now that's sad. Yeah. I'm very... So so the so the the young lady was uh being babysitted. And how how old was she? Uh, 
I'm not sure. I think she was like six or seven. Six or seven, something wow. like that. Yeah. Yeah. She. Uh, so they were uh, downstairs playing, and mom's upstairs. You know, she's supposed to be the babysitter in charge of both of these kids or whatever, which Tate was her son. Mm-hmm. So she uh, yells downstairs because they're making all kind of fucking noise. She like, hey, y'all, y'all. Calm it down down there. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. You know how your mom, I'm right. coming down there with some ass. Correct. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So 45 minutes later, they go down, and this young lady, this young child is dead. Wow. Right. Ouch. He said that while they were wrestling, he had her in she the headlock, and her head hit a table. Wow. Right. And, and that's how she died. Well, see, uh, once again, mm-hmm. even if you piss on you, even a three-year-old, when they piss on themselves, they try to cover it up. Yeah. See, that was a lie. Yeah. See, you know, the reason that you know it's a lie, you guys at home um, who's watched the news and you've seen this little kid, it was all over the news. He was in a, um, a nursery school or what, daycare, and this little boy took this little kid and was jumping and hitting this kid horribly. It was the worst shit you saw on the internet at the time. Well, that kid saw that kid as being smaller, and mm-hmm. I could pick this kid up like I see on television. Yeah. I can do these things. I'm, I'm just yeah. practicing moves. I'm just practicing moves, but those moves are really hurting this kid. Yeah, and he was 12 years old at the time, and the victim was six. Right. Yeah. Dang. You know, I mean, and so you have to understand at what really happened when you hear the injuries. Mm-hmm. So the, he's playing with this kid and doing moves on her, right? Probably jumping off of things, Stone jumping Coast, yeah. Stunner, Stunner, all, right? All this, shit. all this, and doing the, a, a and flying the, cross chop, right? And the mother hears it, right? It's like, hey, y'all, and she because to her they're playing. She has in her mind, this woman has raised her son right. Her son is not up there doing anything bad to this child. Okay, so she's like, "Hey, only thing of the sun is where kids are. Kids will be kids making noise. Hey, y'all, calm that shit down upstairs, you know." Okay, now, like he said, he mm-hmm. said he said that it was an accident mm-hmm. that she when he had her in the headlock that she fell and hit her head on the edge of the table. Right, but the coroner, of course, right, done the autopsy or whatever you call it, and. They said that she was actually stumped so hard that her her liver was lacerated. Mm -hmm. Her legs, feet, and neck all had serious bruises. Uh, And the prosecutor said that her injuries were like somebody who was dropped off a third-story window. Right. Yeah. She had a fractured skull. Fractured rib, uh, swollen brain. So he did a couple of r- a different of wrestling moves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He went through the whole arsenal, right? Figure four of wrestling the, the, moves on this stuff. poor little yes. girl, man. Kitchen sink, pr- taking her body, throwing yeah. throwing her off from the seat, uh, the table. Uh, yeah, I think that's what probably amounted up to those injuries. Yeah, yeah. you know. So uh, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say this. I mean, I'm gonna speak for this for both children. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One, this is a little girl, and and she's just playing. She don't know any better. She's only six. Yeah. And this boy who's twelve, <laughs> yeah. you know, he is a product of television. Mm-hmm. He is watching TV, seeing these things. He's infatuated with it because Trent, you know, when we was young, we saw that shit, and we was outside mm-hmm. doing wrestling moves. Nah, that's a little different, yeah. though. Because mm-hmm. when you hurt somebody, you know you've hurt somebody. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean, I'm saying, and you know. 
that these moves are meant to hurt. Yeah. You well, know what you know, I'm I was going to say something. Um, I was going to say he was going to the extreme, you know, and he knows his weight and wrong is wrong and you know right from wrong. Yeah. But my, I have younger brothers. When they mm-hmm. were 10 and 8, my 10-year-old brother put my 8-year-old brother in a figure four figure lock. Four leg lock. Figure and four he lock? broke his leg and his ankle and oh, he was wow. in a cast like connected down here wow. and right. he had to crawl around but he loves him you know what i'm saying and yeah. he was trying to make him tough and this and he really broke his leg well, what, were, what were they their ages um 10 and 8 okay they're oh, kind of close eight. of course age. i wasn't in the house you know i was yeah. bigger sister our right, brothers right. go yeah. but he broke his legs yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, you know and I, I don't think <sighs> I, I, I don't think that the kid maliciously mm-hmm. wanted to kill the child. I think the kid, him being 12, was playing. Now, there's a lot I don't, to... I don't rock with that. I man. don't. I don't well, buy that. Cause, let let I mean, me say, like, you know, for the extreme. kid's motive, uh, when he was watching at that wrestling show, he couldn't comprehend that the moves were, were not Slow. perfected enough to say it wasn't physically aimed for fatal strikes whatsoever. <laughs> But I will say he was monetarily and, um, you know, mainstream so hyped up in his adrenaline yeah. that he forgot that he has to play it safe with his sister. That being said, well, that's not his sister. that wasn't even his sister. I don't. OK, but I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Just it's a little a, girl. Right. We'll just say he's he, he just he just put his adrenaline up just to, quote, practice on the little girl. But little little does he know that most of these moves and the WWE did say do not practice this at yeah. home. Correct. Whatsoever. Correct. Go ahead, Jay. If you I mean, want to debunk it, say no, what no, you no, no, say, no. Do I, it. I don't want to debunk yeah. it. I, I, like I said, I really believe that his intentions weren't to hurt. He was just practicing and yeah. playing with these moves. Wow. So you girl. practice your again, uh, finishing moves on a six-year-old. He just didn't know his strength. That's right. a big boy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Twelve right. years old. Twelve years old. Yeah. Come on, man. Twelve years old. That's you supposed to have some shit going on up here. Yeah. Well, what well, everyone doesn't, Trent. I mean, yeah, I, I, slow. I some know. people are slower. Yeah, he's kind of slow. Okay, I just my, think, my think you do one move. You hurt this little girl. Yeah. And you're going to keep going? Yeah. All these injuries she had, lacerated liver, fractured skull, fractured rib. That's multiple yeah. different moves. Damage. You know, I used to do this, Trent, and I was so stupid. I was grown, grown, yeah. a young grown man, and I would take my kid, and, and grab them by the the hands, the arms, and I would spin them around really, 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 really fast, you know, yeah. and to the point. Y'all they, done that, okay? Yeah. And to the point that they go, ugh, I you know. That. And well, then we even do it like. And, that. and then I would let them go, and then like watch them just, walk around mm-hmm. busy right, and shit. Right until a little while later, yeah. a little while later, when I decided not to do it anymore, was because I saw this guy who killed his child. Mm. He was spinning the child around and such, and the child had a heart attack. Mm. Wow. So we do things yes. not knowing. We we, we, we kind of know that this could happen, but we'll stop it before it happened. Yeah. You yeah. know, but those are dangerous things that we'd be doing just to play. Yeah. And he was playing yeah. with with dangerous things. So I don't think that this kid was born bad or anything mm. like that. I think he just got caught up in his own shit. And again, mm, product could of be. TV, could television. Be. I, I think he wanted to kill something. Uh, <laughs> I mean, wow. that wasn't oh a joke. God. I think he That's, did. You I, know don't, what I'm I don't, I don't. Twitch is their own. I'm not going to debate that. Do y'all know what bloodlust is? 
bloodlust. Like mm-hmm. when once you start doing something, right? You want to keep doing it, yeah. yeah. And you and you, you get a taste for it. You get that yeah. blood, and you just gotta keep damn. It's it's basically like <laughs> that an blood. You just gotta yeah. keep going. Right. I it's think that's adrenal- what he felt. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, you know what he, I'm he had an adrenaline rush after you know doing a couple of strikes that you know. Increased up his uh, testosterone, so to speak. Mm-hmm. I, that, well, that's what I think. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I'm, I'm not, you know, I wasn't there. Uh, I just oh. know children, yeah. you know, when they play yeah. and how they play. And I was a child once, too. Yeah. You know What? I, yeah. Back in the biblical days. <laughs> it, it, exactly. <laughs> that's, that's exactly when it was, you wow. know. Hell, I remember me and Noah, you know what I'm saying? Oh my God. Shit, we used to motherfucking do wrestling moves, too. Yeah, we did. Yeah. But you, we didn't kill each other. Um, mm-hmm. No, he built the ark, and we okay. Wow. Yeah. So, okay, so Mary Lou says, I think he didn't understand that the wrestling on TV is fake. Right. Yeah. Don't say the F Absolutely. word. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, that's that's what I Absolutely. believe too, Mary. Uh, I, I I just think that he just just got, you know, taken yeah. by the, like you said, adrenaline, just the excitement of playing and doing these things, performing these moves like mm-hmm. you saw him on television. You know, and that's what I really think. So you think he went too far? And then I, once I he, believe he went too far. Once he went yeah. too far, it was too late. late. Yeah, it was too late. And when he realized what Damn, what, what, what had went what what he had actually done, he had to make up a quick lie in his head. You know, and he said, "Well, I had her in a headlock, and and I and and she, her head hit the table." He had to make up a lie because he realized this is bad. He made a mistake, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna tell you how he made how he realized he made that true mistake when the mother saw what he did that mm-hmm. woman didn't go what the hell did you do she's probably screamed yeah, yeah. at her son like what? so let me ask you what what do you think would be the proper punishment for him oh. does, does he deserve a second chance well oh yes what do you think Sonya I believe yes and um I believe some of the punishment should have been directed toward the parent because um Parents should watch their kids. You know, even if you hear some noise or a slight noise, I mean, you get up and stop doing what you're doing, you know, and go check on your kids. Okay. Well, you know, so Tate was sentenced to life for that. But in 2004, he got an appeal and his conviction was overturned. And I think he got one year house arrest and 10 years probation. Okay. Yeah, so there was some light to it. Yes, on, but that's what I want to hear. How are you doing now? In 2004, uh, he got in trouble for carrying a knife. And then again in 2005, mm. he got in trouble again after he got released. He was charged with armed burglary, battery, okay. armed robbery, yeah. and violation of probation. And. He robbed a pizza delivery delivery man with a handgun. Wow. And I think he was sentenced to 30 years in prison for that. Ooh. What a way to throw there away a future. Yeah. Well, so he got off damn near scot-free for killing the little girl. He got out, done some bullshit, and now he got... Damn near a life sentence, thirty years. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I, I have I have I definitely have something to say about that. Go ahead. Okay. You first. Okay. I have something too. Okay. Um I was one of those children, right? And um when you as 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 young as he was, he was placed in this situation. And at that time, 
from that little short period of time, remember, he watched wrestling on television and he performed these moves on the child. That means he is like every other child, but mm-hmm. he just happens to be a little more impressionable than others. So now you've placed this little boy in custody, in a lockup. Okay, he's gotten used to. Yeah. This, he can do the smackdown on as many inmates. Right, as right. He, he got he got used to that particular yeah. lifestyle yeah. where there was no fear. He was very impressionable. So therefore, he became almost institutionalized, yes. accustomed yeah. to it. So once he got out, right, yeah. there was other things he had to figure out. Like, yeah. well, damn, how do I make money? How do I do this? How do I do that? Again, impressionable. Yeah, impressionable. And now he commits armed robbery with a gun, a pizza man, for God's sakes. He most likely was hungry. I mean, just a lot of things goes into effect that put him back in this situation. I agree. I agree. You know, so I think he was just already institutionalized from that point in time. Mm -hmm. Had no fear of going back Mm -hmm. because that was what he knew. Okay, let me ask y'all this. Mm -hmm. What if it's your kid that does something like that? (sighs) What if it's your kid that does that? You know, I am actually blessed, you know. Um, All of my kids have a pretty decent IQ, Mm -hmm. so they wouldn't do anything like that. But if they were to do something Mm -hmm. of that nature, um, it would break my heart. I mean, it it would hurt me. Second with Jay. It would hurt me more than anything um, because there's no pain, you know, like looking at the parent of that child that, that your child have harm wow. there's no pain that there's nothing i could say to that parent mm-hmm. over there and i i i can't even defend my child right i can't even defend my child so i would be broken i would yeah. be i would really be broken about that that would hurt me yeah but at the same time i would still go see my child yes. right my yeah. job as a parent is not done it's not yeah. finished. Uh-huh. Even though he's behind bars, it's not finished. So I still have to go there and see my child and lecture my child, mm-hmm. you know, give him advice and different right. things. Right. But it would hurt. The answer to your question, Trent, if it was what would I do, uh, how would I feel or whatever, I would be broken. I would yeah. be broken. But it's still yeah. your child, so you still got to love him. Love right. Wow. My my thing and my take. What if it's like that? Damon from the Omen and shit? Ooh, oh, oh, that's I, a different story. I, well, oh, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Now, Go this, ahead, Jay. This one is dope. I love mm-hmm. that question. Yeah. If my child was like Damon from the Omen, this is where shit gets really cool. All right. Yeah. Oh shit. First of all, my name's not nowhere in the Bible. Mm-hmm. So I'm a, I'm not even a side character in this story that has to play out. Yeah. But if my son name is in this Bible and he's the Antichrist, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to help my son. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take him to Europe. I'm going to raise him right and tell him, hey, this is how you got to take over the world, son. Oh, wow. Simple as that. Why, Dad? Because you're in the Bible. You got 666 in your head. Mm-hmm. It just came out like that. That's what you got to do. So if my son was the Antichrist, clearly, yes, I would definitely help him. I feel bad for you know asking what? that question. Jay, that is the right. I'm going to say this for once. I know, that is very I bizarre. actually agree with your technique. Wow. Right. We could just put him here by the Vatican and hope oh maybe there would be an alternate way he could have a change of heart if he was no. meant to do evil things. No, wow. it's already yeah. written in the Bible. So yeah, if I try to intervene, my ass is lunch meat. Mm-hmm. Well, what about what about that, uh, remember that video we was watching where this little girl, she was hurting her brother. And all she wanted to do was hurt. I think she was. Uh, it was her and her other brother raping and doing that stuff to the little one. No, not uh-huh. that one. Not oh, that not her. One. Not okay. that one. It was a little white girl. I think she had schizophrenia wow. or something like that. And every chance she got, she would hurt her little brother. Mm. 
and oh, it got boy. so and it got to the point where the parents were actually afraid of this little girl. Oh wow! And they it, I, they interviewed the little girl, and mm-hmm. she was just like, "I just want to hurt him." Well, you know, I just think about killing. Schizophrenia is actually another right. name for uh, demonic possession and <sighs> things we in the spiritual realm. That. So I'm, yeah. don't, I don't want to open that. I up, believe that. No, open, no, it no, up. No, open it up. Say <laughs> it. Open it up. I believe that. You know, that. it's just another whole demon possession. I actually believe that. We talked about that a couple of shows back. And I think that's true. I believe it too. I mean, first of all, all right, we had all of these different things going on with us, schizophrenia, yeah. all none of that shit had a name when we were kids. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So go back even a little further, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? When they was having exorcists happening, mm. right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, they're exercising this fucking kid that has mm. schizophrenia, that has yeah. multiple personalities. Mm. They don't even know what the fuck going on with these kids, you yeah. know? So a lot of things when you say that demonic or possession and all of these things could be contributed to not knowing, having a name and label for these particular mm-hmm. s- the sicknesses that we call today. Or, or it could be the other way around. Mental. Maybe we, we, we've we given a name, schizophrenia, but the whole time he's possessed by the damn devil. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Right. The darker side or something. Right. Speaking <laughs> of dark sides and cold-hearted kids, I'm going to bring up, the famous one that happened in uh, 2006. And the song called Pumped Up Kicks was basing this on this event. Oh, yeah. Get ready, folks. This is the 13-year-old who fired a single shot from an assault rifle inside a middle school in um, Missouri Middle School and uh, the Columbine shootings at Colorado. This boy who entered at Jumplin Memorial Middle School was wearing a mask, charged with first-degree assault, armed wow. criminal action, making terrorist threats. Um, moving fast forward, he shot. Um, he shot one uh, bu- uh, shot in the building. Whatsoever, he dropped a radio. Did he hit anything? Huh? Did he hit anything? Uh, he did hit the wall. He did, you know, vandalize some uh, lunch uh, school tables and uh, he didn't chairs. shoot anybody though. Um, I'm getting to that okay. right now. Okay. This is the this is the good or bad, whatever you want to call it, folks. Okay. Um, the uh, the principal Doer, uh, Steve Doer, he was visiting the school, and then he uh, the boy pointed to the weapon uh, pointed the weapon at the two students, and the teacher said, then told Doer, please don't make me do this. Doer responded. You have to do this. There's no other way. He fired a shot into the ceiling, and then they basically, the superintendent called the cops. The boy was armed with a Mac 90 rifle, a replica of AK-47 rifle, Mm. and he had injured um, 15 students. There was two teachers, and... um, the whole students they were they were fleeing uh, the building. It was a it was a total number of uh, seven fifty students. Wow! And the police were surrounding. Uh, Lieutenant uh, Jeffrey Geoff Jones says the boys' motives were unclear, but the school official said the student had no major disciplinary problems. Wow! So uh, moving fast forward. Um, some people have uh, said that it was probably because he was either bu- getting bullied and then he decided to take matters to his own hands. Others said, okay, he may have had a depressed, you know, suffered depression through a mental illness. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Yeah, but Jay, I would like notice, to dig into this. Did you notice that every time David describes a gun, they sound more powerful? <laughs> yeah. yeah what did he say? A Mac 90? <laughs> Mac <laughs> 90 rifle. And then, and then last rifle. week it was an AK-48 and shit. <laughs> well, yeah. well my, my second stepfather who served in Vietnam, he kind of influenced me and taught me about the 
gun names and so to speak. Yeah, I know. Those were the wrong names. Yeah, wrong. <laughs> I guess you missed it. That yeah. was all wrong. Yeah. Okay, uh, I'm a military brat who's uneducated. Okay. I'm probably saying it's okay. It's um, okay, David. Let me it's give okay. let me give y'all this some news because it just Go popped ahead. up. Uh, a nine-year-old girl died um, after being shot two weeks ago. Okay, while while she was jumping on a trampoline. Mm. There what? Was, yeah, she was jumping on a she trampoline. She got shot while jumping on the trampoline. Jumping on a trampoline. God. Oh, Damn. boy. Right. Um, that is fucked up. Yeah, I'm not even going to make no joke about that. No, yes. no, do not. I, um, I won't. This here, this here is, um, she, she died in the Brooklyn Damn. Center, and this is Minneapolis police. Uh, basically, there was a drive-by, and uh, they were shooting at someone, but not them, if from a different alley, and the bullet traveled and killed the little girl. So did the kid kill her? Or? <sighs> Don't know. Don't know. I just wanted to give you guys the oh, news wow. that this young little girl has lost her life. No, oh, I'm not wow. even saying her name. It's just really, really That's sad. sad. But you, very sad. Sad. you can yeah. definitely see it right now on CNN. It just popped up. Um, well, I can, I can say that. You know, the years we've been around and experiencing life, the streets, the hood, right? Shit, shit's getting a little crazier, bro. It I is. think it's getting easier for kids to kill. Yes, you I mean that they're, they're being desensitized with video games, mm-hmm. television, and um, yeah, shit like that. And then classically, right. like you know, like I music. I debunk that section here, here, here where we are, Houston. Classically, Houston was not a gang city. Right, we didn't have gangs back back mm-hmm. back in the days. Right, and now every everywhere everybody want to be a crip or a mm-hmm. blood. Never seen California a day in their life. Right, but they claim that shit to their death and mm-hmm. they kill your ass over that shit. Well, you know, I'll say this, man. It's a sad thing. This world is sad. Very. Um, but I want to talk to the audience at this point. You know, Trent asked me a question and said. If it was my child that killed someone, right, how would I respond? Well, I'm asking you guys that. That's listening right now. If your child was the one that killed someone, right, just let me know. How would you, would you, would you back him up? Would you scold him? Would you, would you be there with him the whole time? Like, just give me an idea on that, okay? Now, the other thing is I would like you guys to donate, right? Um, just tip us, basically, so we can pay our bills here. We can keep doing what we're doing here, right? And you can send any donations, anything like that, to um, dollar, dollar sign, sign DSB on Cash App. DSB Media. DSB Media on Cash, Cash App. App yeah. And if you have a story or you want to be on the show or anything of that nature, you can email us at urbanparanormal13 at gmail.com. Okay, so while you're, you know, getting your credit card or whatever you need to do to get that done, right, we're going to take a break, right? We're going to take a break, and we'll be back right after this. What's up? It's your girl, Sabrina the Model, and I am listening to the Urban Paranormal Podcast. What's up, man? It's your big brother, K. Reno, and right now y'all are checking out Urban Paranormal Podcast. Yeah. Hi, I'm Tom Sizemore, and I'm listening to Urban Paranormal Podcast. Hey guys, we are back. Sorry about that. We got froze. Yeah. Someone tripped over the camera. That would be not me. <laughs> so anyway, um, thank you guys for being here. Uh, and I know we having some technical difficulties today, but um, we but we're gonna get that fixed because we have our weatherman who came in with a tropical depression, which made everything kind of messed up here. Yeah, but right. he is back. You know, D Ray is back, so everything will be a little better. Yeah, can can we get you to shift the camera a little bit? You know, yeah, I know you see what's going on there. 
Right. If you can fix that a little bit for us there. There you go. And um, for you guys at home, please like, there you go. Thank subscribe, you, and share. And don't forget to hit that notification bell. Yeah, the notification bell. That's very important. Yeah, definitely. That way you can, you know, as soon as we go live, even when we test it, you'll see it instantly. You know, so I would like to start talking about this particular this particular young man. Okay. Well, he ain't young anymore, but um, his name is Carol Edward Cole. Oh, wow. Right. Now, this man was born in 1938. Okay. Wow. All right. That's so the, look at that ugly mug. Right. He was in, Ew. you know, Northwest Iowa. Okay. So let me just give you, because I don't want to hold up your time with this guy because I can do a whole show on this guy. Oh, wow. I never heard of him. Yeah. Yeah. And it's crazy. So this guy was living with his mom and his dad. And his dad, they decided at that point that they're going to move out to um, from there to California. Right. Yeah. So they moved to California. Dad got a job. Everything is going good. But unfortunately, it was at the time of World War Two. Hmm. So the dad had to go to the service, which left the boy home with his mother. Well, the mother was a bit of a hoe. Okay. Oh, damn, Jay. Wow. That's right. Kind of bold. Right. Wow. Very blunt. Right. Okay. I, I, I had to say that. She was yeah. a bit of a hoe. Hoes exist. Right. And she was fucking everything around. Wow. wow. Right. So her son was was clueless. He was like, what the yeah. fuck is going on? She would threaten him and beat him physically. Not to tell dad. Not to tell dad. Wow. And then to make certain that he knew what it was, right, she would invite her friends over and she would dress him up as a little girl. Damn. Oh, that would create hey. a monster right there. That oh, would create yes. A little more trauma, if you ask me. A little transvestite killing machine. There you go. We're dressing wow. up as a little girl. Worser than wow. Dr. Frankenfurther from Little Har- uh, L- Little Rocky Horror Picture Show. Right. And, and would wow. say, this is mommy's little girl. <laughs> this is mommy's little girl. So he would have to walk around parading in front Sorry. of her friends saying, I'm mommy's little girl. I'm mommy's wow. little girl. Wowzers. Yeah. Holy cow. So he, at that point, hated his mother. I, right. can, I can understand that shit. Right. So. Absolutely. So wow. guess what? So now, you know, um, his dad comes home. Everything is great. All right. So by this time, the little boy has now made eight, nine years old. And um, now his dad's home. None of that stupid shit going on. None of that. Mama trying to be good. She, But the boy's too scared to tell on mama. So his one of his little friends named Dane you know, uh, wanted to go down to the to the uh, beach, basically, to the harbor, and wanted to um, swim. So they met some other boys, and they were out there jumping in the water, playing, mm-hmm. and the boys start ca- making fun of his name being Carol, mm-hmm. his name being Carol. Mm-hmm. And his friend that he was with, Dane, laughed about it. Wow. And when his friend Dane laughed about it, remember, it triggered that trauma that yeah. what his mama did. You know, by him having a girl named Carol. So he always went by Eddie after this. Wow. But because of that, once them older boys had left, his friend Dane, he took his friend and he held him underwater. Damn. And killed him. Wow. You know, so. And how old was he again? He was eight years old at the time. When he done the crime? Yeah. Shit. It must yeah. have been a strong ass eight year old. Yeah, he was eight years God old. Damn. You know, um, and Dane, <laughs> little Dane, muscle motherfucker. Yeah, and Dane was like seven, eight, 
you know. So, oh, wow. So that is incredible. Yeah. So the thing was, is that um, he wasn't charged with it. He wasn't charged. He was with eight. It. Yeah. Well, he he was eight, and they wrote it off as an accidental death. Oh wow. Yeah. Mm. Right. Now, you guys at home, this is very important. Like I said, I could do a whole thing on this wow. man. But what happens next is crazy because he gets a little older. And does his one-two thing. He goes to the military. He gets out, and they say this motherfucker here is crazy, and and for rightfully so, this motherfucker's fucked up. Yes. So he basically takes a hammer, just takes a fucking hammer, walks down the street to the lover's lane, and there's a girl and a guy making out in the car. He basically opens the door of that car and start beating him with a fucking hammer. Hammer time. Yeah. God damn. You know what I'm saying? Then. Wow. Then he knocked them out, fucked them up, but he didn't kill them. He went to the car around the way, right there, doing the yeah. same thing, and did the same fucking thing. With a, with a hammer. With the, with the same bro, hammer. A motherfucker could rob me with a hammer, bro. That, yeah. They cut. You know yes. what I'm saying? I would not want to take that lick from it. I'll be like, bro, you got it. Just don't hit and, me and, with the fucking hammer. And remember, the guy is probably on top of the girl and shit. He ain't got, oh, you know what I'm saying? Hey. He just dunk, dunk, dunk. Right? That is crazy. So yeah. right after he finished that, man, he runs out. And he sees a police officer coming down the street and he waves down the police officer. This is what the fuck I did and dropped the hammer. They then take him to jail. They put him in a mental institution for a couple of years wow. and he gets out and decides, you know what? Fuck yeah. California. I need to go live with my brother. Mm. And he does in Damn. Dallas, Texas. Mm. Wow. So he comes to Dallas, Texas, meet a new wife. He kills multiple people. Shit. I, I am not. Look, guys. Wow. So she created a serial killer by putting him in a fucking dress. Yes. Now, here's the thing about that. Once he went to that mental institution, he admitted to killing the little boy. Right. And they was like, what the fuck? Wow. But he was in the mental institution. So much time had passed by. They said, well, you know what? He's only hit some people. He's only did these things. He haven't done anything. But when they let him out and he got to Texas... That's when the world changed for him. Everything's bigger in Texas. What you got going on over there, David? Right. Well, first of all, the technical issue, the mic was just dropping. We whatsoever. got some ghosts going on. Go, what's yeah. going on tonight? I have, I have no idea. <laughs> all kind of shit going on tonight. Maybe the bro. ghosts are angered because we're cussing down kids yeah. with mental problems who are shooting. Yeah. Speaking well, of which. No, no, the... I'm not finished. Uh, so, go ahead. I, I, yeah. I'll follow after you. Don't right. worry. I'm going to be finished right now. Yeah. Go ahead. So the thing is, when he gets to Texas, he begins his spree of killing, which is serial killing. He ends, Damn, the story just getting started. Yeah. Well, oh, I, I, well, yeah. well, well, I don't. Yeah, it was just wow. getting started. I'm not going to give it on this show all the way, but he ended up killing 16 people, Fucking right? Hell. And they end up basically giving him the death penalty, of course. In you know, in Huntsville, of course, they they put the lethal injection in him, and he smiled and told everybody before he went. His last words were, "It's all right." I guess it was shit. Yeah. So I, I'm going to so do. So did he kill all, did he do all his killings with, with the hammer? No. Okay. He did them multiple ways, but mostly they were strangling. Stra- he strangled the the, peop- the women and they were all a certain type of woman. Mm. And each uh-huh. one that he killed, he said he was killing his mother. Mm. Wow. He said he was getting I back see, at her. I yeah. could see a, a yeah. fucking slasher movie made after this yeah. guy. Yeah. When you see him coming to kill, you hear you can't touch this. <laughs> Playing the screwed in the back. Oh, 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 oh. Right, right. Screwed and chopped in the background. Right. You know what I'm saying? I mean, ow, that ow, is ow, fucking ow, crazy. Ow. That is, that is. look, this guy here in 1985 was still alive. He died right after that. They mm-hmm. they did it. But um, Amateur. this dude was ruthless, and he was a 
child murderer, you know, and the question that we had on the show, were you born bad or were you a product of your environment? Mm. Okay, well, that, that, that mm. brings me to, okay, we all in favor of giving them a second chance, and it seems like all of them reoffend. Yes, I mean, because the, I, I don't think the actual issue was actually addressed with mm-hmm. our system and stuff that we have at play today, right? When they say a prison is to reform people, right? Mm-hmm. Bullshit. I- Bullshit. It does not reform. I second yeah. that. It is BS. Right. Most of the prisons, they say they are to reform, but they're institutionalized and capitalized by, you know, corporations that profit off from these prisoners using these cells. And then later when they get out, it's like they're more into depth. So by the time they have these strict, unfair laws that they can't be able to get a normal job or whatsoever, guess what they do? They resort to arm arson, crime, crime. Mm-hmm. robbery, you know, all the rest. Yeah, crime. So wow. so when you say, does he... does deserving checks that they always blow it this man realistically realistically <laughs> did not deserve a second chance yeah all right yeah. so when he killed that little kid if he was to be a, if he was to get caught at that time at right then did he does he deserve a second chance no unless you kill his mother you you got to do some horrible shit to his mother and he has to watch yeah. Okay. I, I think that would change his whole life. It's <laughs> fucked up. He would have to but watch her getting tormented. Make sure he's yes. Mike, 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 Mike. Torment, torment, yes. yes. I think that torment would have so. changed yes. everything, but it didn't. It, it, that never happened. So therefore, once he got old enough and he went to the military, came out, went to the went, went to the mental institution, did all of these things, yeah. he was a psychopath. Oh, yes, he hated women. Absolutely. He wow. hated women, and he showed it. Damn. So yeah. most of these people get a second chance and blow it. But remember, the two white kids, the one blew the two it. Two 10-year-olds. Right. Yeah. Then you don't even know the other one's name now. Yeah, because he, he, he got had a, a different identity. Right, and he didn't do he didn't mess up. He, yeah. he, he 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 took that and went with it. Yeah. You know, so some people Are you yawning on the mic over there? Sleepy. I apologize. <laughs> I had a long day studying, so Please oh. excuse my mannerism. Please continue. Okay. And, and, and he still don't know the difference between Delta and Deca. I know. He <laughs> has to say all that study and his shit. Wow. <laughs> I am overwhelmed with information. Right. Thank you. Wow. I will recite Alpha, uh, Beta, AR-15 Charlie, versus a Delta. AR-16. You know. Yeah, AR-16 and <laughs> <in the> AK-49. <laughs> yeah. Grammar error. <laughs> so I'm just saying, Trent, yeah, you, you know, these guys do mess up. Yeah. And um, you know they say... You know, once you're a criminal, you're always a criminal. They say that, but I don't believe that. I, I don't. I, don't, I, 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 don't, I don't. I don't believe that either because I've done things and I, I, I haven't repeated. You know, yeah. um, not they, yet. Right, not yet. <laughs> I know, you know? Oh boy. <laughs> but 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 when we're talking about these people, mm-hmm. it's like as though they've all repeated. Mm-hmm. You know, but it could it could very well fall back on what David said. Once they get out into the real world, they got all these strict laws. There's mm-hmm. nobody trying to give them a chance. Yeah. yeah. You know, but unfortunately for these children, they have a new identity. There's yeah. no reason why you should be fucking up the second time. OK, well, let's unpack this right here. Uh-huh. San Diego, California, 1979. OK, let's talk about 16 year old Brenda Spencer. She got a semi-automatic twenty-three oh, rifle. Oh yeah, okay. that was a joke. It was a twenty-two. Dude, I know, I know, I know, I know. But I just remember the case. She got a twenty-two, mm-hmm. and went to her high school and shot eleven people. 
Oh, I thought mm-hmm. that was a good estate that was in her apartment, and she was shooting at the. the nah, high she okay. went to the. High, she stayed across the street. Across the street and from shooting. the school, and went to the school and shot eleven people. Okay, I could have sworn that she was in her window shooting from her apartment and shooting the kids. Sniping. No. Wow. Well, anyway, she she she, she, she killed to- she killed these eleven. She shot eleven people. She killed two, mm-hmm. and they asked her why did she do it. Mm-hmm. She said because she hates Mondays. Yeah, it was on a Monday. That was random. Yeah, but see, so I think a motherfucker like that got to be born evil. Well, well, see, you only caught that part. Yeah, let's go. You have to dig back in her life. What actually transpired? What yeah. happened to her? Yeah, yeah. Do we have any? Yeah. See, because you never know. Monday, no every Monday, her stepdad might have came into her room. That's right. Well, right. we don't know that. Yeah. Right. You that's what, what I'm that's saying. What I'm saying. We, that, I mean, so it's hard to make yeah. a judgment. Well, what, well yeah. there's this, also this a, is a quote from her. I don't like Mondays. This livens up the day. That's maybe, exactly what she said. Yeah, that she could a be soul. a theory to support that she had mental issues or a traumatic issue based on Mondays. Who knows? Yeah. Well. Well, let's go. Let you right, but I will, she I actually uh, eligible for parole in September this okay. year. Oh my god! Okay, so oh, she, she learned her shit already. She all right. She good. Hopefully, yeah. hope she hopefully she don't uh, move across the what? street from oh, another school. See, th- th- yeah, here, here go why. Here go I say she's oh. good. See, uh, one thing about psychopaths is is that they don't really because like let's go back to the thing about being born this way. They don't really have the same emotions and different things that we share. They don't understand why you cry, why you get mad when things die. Mm -hmm. They don't understand that. And they don't know how to fake it. Mm -hmm. So it takes another one that they meet to recognize that in them and teach them how to fake it. Well, this woman's been in prison all this time. Trust me, when she get out, she know how to fake it. Right. She know how to fake it. She's not going to do no stupid shit now. She know how to, when she say, hello, how you doing? She's going to be happy about that shit. And even though she's not happy, she's going to play like she's happy. And that's it. And she's not going to do anything. She's going to learn. Well, psychopaths have a tendency to, you know, they may not have as much empathy or sympathy for people. They're more of uh, opportunists and, you know, challenge seekers. Like they will be able to go ahead and narrow out all the emotional or relative social obstacles to get to their way. Well, unpacking her a little bit, I see there is some stuff in her past. Okay. Uh, They said she had some type of injury to the temporal lobe of her brain. It was attributed to an accident on her bicycle, Mm -hmm. so maybe that has something to do with it. You know what I'm saying? Right. Uh, She was known to hunt birds in the neighborhood with a BB gun. Uh, She was arrested for shooting out windows of of an elementary school (laughs) with the BB gun. God, What's going on over here? Nothing. You continue because you just, you can't, you, sh- you oh, killing this shit because uh, this <laughs> bitch is What's fucked up. What's going on over here? That's too much. I think okay. allergies. Oh, okay. Yeah. Y'all, allergies. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So she actually. Uh, shooting out the windows of the school. Shooting out the windows Now she said, I'm going to shoot the kids at the school. With the BB gun. And it says she was, came from a impoverished, uh, uh, poverty, in, in, okay. you know, in the childhood. Mm-mm. Uh, all kind of crazy shit was going on with this young lady, and she just decided to go the fuck off. So she is fifty nine years old. Mm. Yeah. Okay, and you say so decided to go off. You know, it sounds like this young lady had mental issues, seriously mental yeah, issues. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Yes. And I hate to say it, but you know, if you look at her on this picture, she have a mullet and shit. Yeah. So you girl know, mullet. A girl mullet. You know. So let me say something about that. Yeah. 
it's a good chance that stepdad was visiting her. It's a good chance. And by her being in that particularly poverty situation, we don't know the situation with her mother. Um, it could have been some things going on in that situation. Yeah, well, And it says here that her dad actually gave her their rifle for her birthday the year oh, before boy. the year before along with 500 rounds of ammunition what the fuck dad <laughs> dad was like he wanted his daughter to be safe god damn <laughs> you be safe you gonna practice your gun like a grown up 500 rounds of ammunition she says she asked for a radio and he bought her a gun yeah okay wow he's a sound i mean to be honest with you still sounds like a good dad yep <sighs> 500 okay. rounds? You know how much that costs? I know, right? That's, a, that, that's a hell of a gift. Wow, okay. Well, well, speaking of guns and shooting and so forth, um, I do have to respectfully uh, play the opposition in terms of our gun, our, our gun-related violence in the schools are related to violent video games. Well, in the Washington Post, uh, developed um, and found by Max Fisher, he says that um, the, there's the data trend for the correlation f with gun-related murders and video game consumption. We know that in the United States and the media, we have said, okay, there, there is a correlation. However, there's no causation and actuality according to his uh, research, so to speak. Now, guys, I understand you're shocked about hearing this, but look it up on the Washington Post if you need to. I'm not. So anyway, it's well, hard to make it true. Uh, right, right. I'm, I'm of course, but you know, it. go ahead and debunk it. I mean, right, I need you right, to go right, ahead and just right. say so for which, yourself. So it's what you're saying, what you're saying is that 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 proves that video games don't have they they don't cause you know massive violence whatsoever, according to this one source. But you can determine whether if it's true or not yourself. I'm just giving. The statistic data. That's all I'm doing. Okay. Well, let me let me. Uh, but oh, can I finish? No. Yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yes. Please go. It's hard to ignore that this data actually suggests that it's slightly downward and shift in violence as video cons uh, game consumption increases. So if we're looking at the United States, due to our you know lesser you know forgiving laws on violence whatsoever, you know we have like these gun related murders. But if you take a look at China, Germany, Australia, Canada, Netherlands, and South Korea, they're their, their violence are so low, but they buy more violent video games. But then they don't, you know, have any <laughs> run out shootings whatsoever. So based on the what have we learned that video game consumption based on international data does not seem to correlate with an increase in gun violence. That countries where video games are also tend to be popular to some of the world's safest. And we also learned once again that America's fire rate of arm homicide rate. Uh, related homicides is extremely high for the developed world. Again, try to go ahead and s figure it out yourself. It's, it's, it's the easiest thing, bro. Yes, I, I'm, Just I'm, I'm, go I'm, ahead and I'm, say I'm what you need to I'm say. I'm going to show you this. Well, let me ask you a question. Would you let a six-year, a five-year-old or a six-year-old watch porn every day? No, absolutely not. Why wouldn't you? Exactly. Why wouldn't you let that five or six-year-old watch porn? Because it would desynthesize and then get look, make them look for that other chemical high by any means necessary. Okay, uh, I, I, I'm assuming that that means that there'll be a hole. But you <laughs> know, but they'll, they'll, the adrenaline. They're looking for that same wow adrenaline. adrenaline. Looking for point for adrenaline. Okay, I should have asked somebody else that question. <laughs> but my point is, is that is, what you do when you look at porn? <laughs> Apparently, uh, that's, uh, that's too personal. Okay, <laughs> back to the main focus that Jay was trying to make a point. Watching porn and right, shit. Right. Jay, continue. <laughs> Okay, okay, so here's my point, man. Here's my point. My point is that data that you so-called read from this Washington fucking post, they can, you know, they can kiss ass if you ask me. But Like I said, debunk it. You're doing right, it. Right, I'm going to tell you why. Because, see, if, if that was remotely true, then you would let your 
five-year-old, three-year-old watch porn. But you don't do that because you don't want them to grow up, be managed, and a hoe. Right. All right? Exactly. Be, be, because visuals, these things influence mm-hmm. you no matter what. Mm-hmm. Okay, no matter what. So if you don't believe me, then take a look at 16 and pregnant. Now look at how many girls that are 16 and pregnant and making proud of it. Mm-hmm. It's it's an influential thing. Yes. When you have music and this music is talking about kill this person, kill that person, mm-hmm. it influences these actions and we see it all over the news. So your data of a video game, if you watch, if you play Grand Theft Auto, I guarantee mm-hmm. you, you will see shit on the news where these kids are high speed chasing. You see, they, they can be adults doing it. And then let me add, that, okay, you got all these kids. They growing up playing these video games, killing, killing, killing everything. He's sensitizing. And who who are the first motherfuckers they they get to go to the army? These motherfuckers mm-hmm. that got this experience because mm-hmm. they're desensitized. Because the, these weapons in the army now they are just like the fucking video games. Correct. Mm-hmm. They're not out there with a fucking slight, gun. They're slight sitting physics. Behind, they're sitting behind. No, wait a minute. Well, the game physics is not the not uh, real to the actual physics according to gameplay whatsoever. Because the actual physics is a lot more realistic and more deadly. Okay. Well, well, I, I'm not. I, I can debunk that. My okay. son is my son's a gamer and he yes. plays he plays uh, Call of Duty. And guess what? When I play Call of Duty. And I, I shoot, nothing happens. When he play Call of Duty and he has his computer and everything hooked up, that shit recalls. It, it, it boom, boom. Well, it, maybe it's in whole, your mind. Well, I'm not no, just, no, no, no. It, that they made it like they made the games like that. Now. Realistic. Well, and then it, wait a minute. I, I wasn't finished. If you oh, go, go ahead, to go ahead, go if ahead. you go to any military simulation where they're getting you ready, it's, just, it's a video game, right? Mm-hmm. Well, they they it's have like their FBI, game. you know, training of these actors that you just shoot them like lethal enforcers. No, they have they have the flying of the material military helicopters yeah, planes yeah, everything the ga- they, they, they have yeah. it it's the game man like even sitting in the actual helicopter and shit and you looking at that screen it's a fucking video game and they said you know they, and this is this is not something that we speculating this is what your government told you mm-hmm. in the 80s so uh, that little kid can sit in that seat at, at, with that helicopter and he knows how to operate that shit cause from all them years of playing fucking uh, from, right video I will, games I will say this yeah. Holding a real life gun versus a game is not exactly the same thing because, for one, the gun is kind of heavy and your aim's just a but little bit you bad. Missed, you missed everything but I said. According to holding a gun in real life, you have to kind of hold and take your time and do it. And it doesn't hold straight when you try to fire multiple times, like in a video game. Okay. So, the so, but you guys are right. It does teach people to be de- de- desynthesized right. to get ramped up and so forth. But they, anyway, I'm glad you, right. you put, put your uh, points on there. Very good job. I'm glad that you finally Can disproved I, the Washington yes, Post. Yes, ma'am. Go ahead, please, um, I guess they say debunk you. <laughs> so I guess Go I'll ahead, try debunk to, it. Debunk um, it. Well, I like debunking. The United States or is to. a blood-hungry, right. blood-greedy um, war uh, country. No, let me let me let me yeah. say this. A it's full of abom. It's a nation full of abomination. It is. And um, I wrote a song about it. Sing okay. about it. So um, another thing I'm going to tell you is that um, you're not going to do that in China. You're not going to go and kill because you're going to be locked up or you're going to be get. You might get decapitated. You, I don't know. You're just not going to go in other countries doing what you can do here in the United States. You're going to act like you got some sense. You know. Yeah. First some, of all, some countries are like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And you're 100% right. Um, I was just saying that when you look at these statistics and this data, this data is not yeah. is not in the hood. Yeah. It's not in the hood where we're from. No yeah. one came to my door and said, hey, how does violence in your household with, with video games? You feel yeah. like shooting yeah. anybody? Yeah. No one came and asked me <laughs> yeah. shit, bro. Absolutely. None. Like, right. I don't know anyone in the hood that they've done that with. 
You know yeah. what I'm saying? So that data that they're giving you, and they're giving you data across a country, not just the United States, hmm. because realistically, what you just said, man, you can literally pull up the news right now and talk about gun violence. Hmm. Yeah. Now, where the fuck that came from? You know what I'm saying? Like, seriously, like they're decent, they're, de- they're desensitized yeah. to the actions of what happens when a bullet hits your ass. Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. You know, the, uh, the great RIP DMX said, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Uh, you know, the, the, the person who had the, who, the one, the one who gave the dude the bullets to put him in me yeah. in his song, because we're just, we're, we don't give a shit no more because we played these games. We have seen horror. That is the reason why when we were kids, movies blocked out horrible shit. They didn't show anything graphic. Today, that shit's graphic, bro. Yeah. yeah. That shit's graphic. Yeah. Speaking, yeah I, I mean, a little bit in our time, too, they started well, because I can actually say, you know, like I said in the other segment, that Houston was not a gang city. And I know for a fact when motherfuckers went in that fucking theater and seen boys in the hood, mm-hmm. menace to society, they wanted to be that. Right, colors. Uh, a it lot was of colors. motherfuckers, yeah. it was Movie blurry colors. to them. Yeah. They couldn't tell mm-hmm. reality from, they mm-hmm. wanted to be like these gangsters on TV. They thought it was cool. That was the only way this shit got here to Houston. They man. thought they thought it was cool. They glorified it. Yeah. And in a yeah. video game, when that when you cut that video game and that music come on, man, that's mm-hmm. like you in a theater. It's glorifying what you're getting ready to do on so this video down. game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when this little kid takes a gun into a high school, you better believe that motherfucker hear music yeah. yeah, in his head. He's he's at, this is just like that fucking shit on that game. And this is what's going on, yeah. you know? So I'm just saying that about the data, but I will say this, you know, we can, we could do this show another four shows yeah. on just yeah. children killing, Yeah, you yeah. know? And, and that's, that's horrible. But I could say right. this in the news, I haven't seen it as bad as I did you know, as bad as, you know, I did in the 80s, 90s, you know, it's not as bad anymore. Yeah. And, and that's a blessing that it's not as bad, yeah. you know. Um, so maybe, maybe these video games are letting these serial killers actually kill on the game and not taking it out on grandma. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just like wow. Jason, Friday the 13th, the video game. Wow. Right, right. Well, they actually have that game, yeah. And it's pretty awesome. But, yeah. Oh, wait, now we're psychopaths. <laughs> yeah, you know, you, can, you can live. Oh, he's trying to defend gamers over here because he's a gamer. That's steady. <laughs> no, no, I'm, not, I'm making fun of like... myself as a gamer. But I'm actually enjoying this said. conversation. Right. <laughs> right. You know, so I'm just saying. Did that, you hear that evil laugh? Yeah, I heard it. I heard it. I heard it. Oh, gee, now you're going to make me the demon now. But you demon know, gamer, demon gamer. But think about it like this. Mm-mm. Automatically, if you just right now in the United States, banned all video games mm-hmm. all video games i think this is some of the motherfuckers that kill themselves i, I think the they gamers would, they, they would they would kill other people they exactly. would they would need their fix, and themselves yeah, yeah and themselves <laughs> wow I, I, everything would go crazy probably you too because last show you was talking about you take your xbox to the moon with you i shit. know yeah i probably would if i can well if you think <laughs> about well, it well, well i mean you know what i'm saying yeah i would because i like to play 2k and i'm too old to actually play basketball yeah. so i would probably be mad and probably kill myself too if i don't have no basketball all right wow. let's let's put it to this perspective mario is actually uh, a psycho and sociopath because if you play some of the mario party games he bullies his uh, brother luigi in the end by stomping at his foot and r- ridiculing him there's another scene where mario actually stomps Stomps on top of a caterpillar for no apparent reason. Wow, guys. Oh, my gosh. Oh, 
my goodness. This makes anyway, sense. anyway, this is just so comic relief. Back to you guys. I don't know where it the comedy is, but this is the situation we're dealing bizarre? with. Did you right. say bizarre? But, but the Mario game is a child's game. It has no violence, but it's teaching kids how to be bad. It teaches them how right. to stomp on each other's foot. I would right. rather that than shoot kids. Yeah. I know. But right. again, yeah. that's that adrenaline from watching porno that's going on right I know, right. See that video games porno. No porno. When you get home, do not watch porno. Wow. <laughs> yeah, so I tell you what, guys. So here's the thing. The truth is, you know, um, kids were committing murders at a very young age. Yeah. And today in society, you know, um, we we have a, a, a video games. We have electronics raising these mm -hmm. children versus parents. Movies. Exactly. And movies. You know, the this particular culture that's raising these children. So, you know, it's a good chance for this stuff to happen again if the right movie, the right game, the right, just the right influence, even if it's your environment. Like Manhunt. You know, that can that can push that child to do something because children are impressionable. Yes. And one thing that we saw throughout all of the things that we talked about today, all of these children, right, were impressionable, in a impressionable situation that started their stuff. So, and I don't think we actually answered that question. Like you said, we could probably do four more yeah. Yeah. shows on this yeah, topic. We, we yeah. I, I don't know if we got an answer. I think it's still open. We are. Because I'm like on both sides of the fence. Yeah. Well, I am too. Me too. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. I, I would say that. I mean, because we, we, we're not doctors, so we don't know. Of course. But I will say this here. You know, um, let's just... Let's just pay attention to our children. Let's yes. keep them close. Yes. Keep them in eye. When they're with you, keep your eyes on your children. Yes. I don't care exactly. if they're two, if they're 15. If they're with you, keep them. Exactly. You know, because today you have them, tomorrow you might not. Right. One thing for sure, mm -hmm. and I'm glad you brought this up, is that, you know, a lot of these kids that play these video games, the parents don't sometimes supervise them or see what's in the content. I do my responsibility sometimes if I am uh, visiting my nephews or nieces and they play video games, I have to supervise them and tell them what's the difference between right and wrong. Okay. okay. Well, that's being said too. Monitor what your kids looking at on, you know, on the games and on the computers and mm -hmm. all of these things. Okay. Yep, exactly. And this will stop our children from dying. So myself, JH, and I'm your moderator, Trent A. Johnson, Anchorman Dave R. And we are going to say good night until the next right. show from the Urban Paranormal Podcast. Nice. And we'd like to thank you, girl, for being here, Sonia. Oh, thank you. So Enjoyed it very much. Y'all have a good day, man. We're out. Peace. Brought to you by BSB Media. Would you like to advertise on the Urban Paranormal Podcast? Send us an email at urbanparanormal13 at gmail.com. Or if you just have a story to tell, send us an email. Help support the Urban Paranormal Podcast by sending your donations to dollar sign DSB Media on Cash App. That's dollar sign DSB Media on Cash App.